0: ready love
1: um do you do you have an accent
0: yes i do since when it it's my new thing
1: mm-hmm. um leia you don't have an accent well i mean you do american but that's not your accent
0: no now i have this one
1: i don't think that's how that works
0: Fine, is this better for you? (laughs) (laughs) Leah! What?
1: You just need to be yourself.
0: Now that's easier said than done now, ain't it?
1: I'm Lamont, and I am truly myself. One of a kind.
0: And I'm Leia, the (laughs) (laughs) almighty.
1: And And you're tuning tuning into the Lamont Lamont and Leia podcast. Podcast. (laughs) So today, Leia, we're going to talk about cultivating authenticity. And to help us talk about cultivating authenticity, I've invited a... Yes, a fellow named Jared Flanagan, Mm -hmm. he, his podcast is called The White Pants Society. Mm -hmm. Um, His podcast is about his personal journey with addiction, recovery, mental health. And again, we're just going to dive into like, what is this uh, authenticity? um how what gets in the way of developing it and how can we start to use it and develop it and cultivate it for ourselves so are you excited yeah yeah i'm, a, I'm
0: honestly i'm getting a little worked up <laughs> this is a, oh. this is a subject for me
1: <laughs> it'll be fine it'll but be it's fine okay. i promise you all, all right, right. Well, let's go get them okay sounds good Jared, thank you so much for coming on the Lamont and Leia podcast. Thanks for having me. No problem. No problem at all. Will you please take a moment to introduce yourself to our listener and viewer audience?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Name is Jared Flanagan. That's the government. Uh, But uh, most of my friends call me Flan or J D Flan. I'm the host of the What Is TWS podcast. Uh, So that's a weekly podcast where I pretty much just... Uh, take you through my personal journey. I'm a uh, I guess a uh, suicide attempt survivor, uh, recovering alcoholic, washed up rapper, uh, and most importantly, I guess I'm a dad. but uh yeah, I just take you through my work weekly journey through life and uh, you know what I got going on. hoping that you know hopefully somebody can relate to some of the things that I talk about and maybe I can play the tape forward for them and help, you know spare somebody some of the things that I've seen.
1: That's real awesome. that's that's great work.
2: Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I try to keep it, you know, some levity there too. Like not that serious.
1: So today's main topic is cultivating authenticity. So I feel like we should start with what is authenticity or how would you personally define authenticity for yourself?
2: Yeah. So for me, um, like I said, I spent a lot of years, uh, I guess, not really knowing who I was and kind of, uh, adjusting my personality for, you know, whoever I was around or whatever I felt the situation called for. And so, you know, today in my life what authenticity means to me is is narrowing the gap between uh, who I am when no one is around and, you know, who I am when, when there are eyes on me or the lights are on. Um, and and you know, being able to be that the same person uh, in both situations um, you know, allows me a lot of freedom. Allows me to actually have real relationships and real connections with people. Um, when I'm not living in that space, you know, you're not actually talking to me, so we're not, you know, we're not really connected, and that uh, that isolation can lead to some dark places. So, your know, authenticity to me is uh, extremely important, and it's a it's a core principle um, in the way I live today.
1: Very cool. As you were speaking, I kind of like there's a quote from childhood, or like a saying that adults say, like um, something along the lines of. Are you acting the same, or would you do the same thing or behave the same way if someone wasn't watching you? Kind of like, and um, I've actually challenged myself sometimes, like growing up throughout the years, um, tested myself where it's like I was gonna do something, I was like, wait, would I do this if I was being watched? And I just take a moment to like just sit in that, and then I make a decision. (laughs) So.
2: Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think we all do it. We all, you know, uh, subconsciously kind of switch, you know, personalities depending on where we are. I mean, we do the code switching with, you know, who you are at home versus who you are at work. Um, and so I, I think there's always gonna be a little gap there, but uh, but narrowing that gap and getting as close as possible to, to being, you know, uh, honest enough with yourself and honest enough with the people around you to just, to be you. Uh-huh. You know, we, we talk a lot these days about freedom and people want uh, freedom and, and and don't want anything encroaching upon that freedom I think the ultimate freedom is is being able to be who you are at all times and not have to compromise that in any way for anyone around you but it it, it takes work it takes a lot of time it takes a lot of work and uh, it takes a lot of honesty first and foremost yeah. Mm. yeah
1: yeah so Leia how would you define authenticity for yourself um that
0: you know I I was reading the outline, and I was trying to think of, like, an answer to that. Um, It kind of reminded me of, like, when I was growing up. So I was always, like, the weird girl.
1: (laughs) A little bit. So...
0: And I know like in middle school and in parts of high school, that really bothered me. Like, I just wanted to be normal. Like I wanted to be like everyone else and fit in. And my mom would always just be like, just be yourself and they'll like you. And I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm, sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sure.
0: Um, But I mean, I've kind of just embraced being the weird girl now and I love it. (laughs) But uh, so it just reminded me of that. so I guess to define authenticity, I really liked what you said, Jared, when you said um, something about how you are trying to like be the same person outwardly as you are. You said something about lights. I can't remember exactly <laughs> what you said, <laughs> but I know when you said it, I was like, "Oh, I like that."
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, still being you when the, when the lights are on when the. And when the eyes are on you. Yeah.
0: There you go. Yes, I liked that.
1: Right, not like not being afraid or changing because of that fear, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess for me, often this authenticity means, and I, Jared, you already said this, being honest, doing the work, right? And if I'm honest and I sit in that honesty and I challenge myself to... Like, I might, like, want to run or hide. I'm like, no, like, stay and face it and don't be afraid of your feeling. Lean into that feeling. There's some things I tell myself in my head when I'm warring with myself, right? Like, um, and it's, it's taking that moment to be honest and then communicating it, right? Yeah. And taking responsibility or accountability for things I say, things I do, how I respond. Um, and hopefully building that trust. Um, it didn't, it, it's like all of this together that creates an authentic person. I yeah. think.
2: and it's, I mean, it's, it's a struggle these days. There's a lot of, uh, uh, I guess, you know, pressure, you know, to conform. It's, 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 it's really weird. Like we have this whole idea of, you know, of, of being different and, uh, being outside the box. I, I think of like Apple when I was. This is aging me a little bit. When I was, uh, I remember there being Apple commercials where like IBM was big brother. And then the, the Apple lady would run in with a sledgehammer and she'd like, you know, throw it against the screen and the <laughs> screen would shatter. It's like, you know, don't be like everybody else, you know, be different and get an Apple. And now it's like, Apple is the thing that, <laughs> you know, like it, everybody, you're just another one of the, the Apple com- uh, you know, customers, when you have a, you know, an iPhone or whatever. But there's, you know, there's this, this pressure to, like be different, but in being different, almost conforming. Like you have to be different, so be different like this. Be different the way I want you to be mm-hmm. different, or right. be different in this you know avenue. And so yeah, it's difficult to just realize that you don't have to try to be different. You know. Just by nature, you are different. So just you know, you don't have to be anything. Just you already are it. So just you know, just be yourself. Just you know, just live just, and uh, and live without fear, like you said, without that fear of know, how that's going to be accepted or how that's going to be, you know, approached.
1: Right. Um. I love that. I love that. The idea of you need to be different, but you need to have an apple, right? <laughs> um, but how am I going to be different with my apple if everyone else has an apple? And so um, how am I going to be different or how am I going to show up? As a student, as a coworker, when everyone else is a student and a coworker, um you know, or whatever your whatever your challenge might be, or whatever your situation might be, like what is that in culture called? like it is a definitely a concept, I don't know what it's called, but there is this concept of like, don't copy that person, do your own thing, be unique, but don't be too unique, <laughs> yeah, like what is that? What do we call that?
2: That 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 would be interesting to find a word for. But yeah, Hypocrisy. I definitely you know have felt that, that that box that you know. They want you to be outside the box but still within this other box like yeah. you know, you know <laughs> Don't go too far.
1: Like yeah. like to quote my like to quote my like boss, like I don't want to stifle your creativity. I want you to think out of the box, but you do have to stay in these parameters. <laughs> <laughs> And like they're, again, there's safety and those parameters and thing like 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 things you don't want to cross because that causes a bigger problem. So I get it, but it's like, dang. Ugh. <laughs> so all right. So now that we've all defined office, often, authenticity for ourselves and <laughs> listeners and viewers, if you guys are watching or listening. Let us know what your definition of authenticity is. Um, I would definitely like to see how you guys make that work for you. Um, what gets in the way of developing authenticity?
2: I think Lea, Lea, like you were saying, you know, just in the way we're, we're brought up, there's a lot of pressure to, to find a way to fit in it. Like not fitting in um, as much as people like encourage you to do it. Just be yourself. You know, they'll like you anyway. Um, it's a hard life, you know, as a kid, you know, to just, if you're really gonna embrace that and live outside their box, um, you know, it's it's a hard life. Like not feeling like you really have any community or, you know, anyone that you can associate with. And I, and I like, again, what you said, Leah, you know, I feel like I, I spent the majority of my life upset because I couldn't find anybody that was like me and that I didn't have like this this group to identify with. And now it's like, you know, it's my badge of honor. Like, there's no one like me. You can't be like me. You can't be like me. You know, I'm, I'm that, you know, uh, special and, an individual. But, uh, but growing up, that is very difficult to do because not having that, you know, that's a natural thing to want is a, a sense of community. And if, and sometimes, being authentically you, being honest about who you are in public, um, you're not always gonna feel like it's there for you. Um, And it, you know, just hopefully you have a support system around you that even if they aren't, you know, they can't identify with your uniqueness, they can appreciate it and, uh, you know, and love you regardless. But uh, yeah, we live in a society where that's not always readily available. So it's it's a hard road sometimes to be authentic.
1: So I I think fear is a big player, or a big component of something that gets in the way of authenticity. Um, comparison, too. Um, yeah. Scared to be different or comparing yourself to other people. Um, these things, I feel, get in the way for me. What about you, Leah? Um, Well, as the
0: resident people pleaser, uh, <laughs> I don't want to piss people off. <laughs> I don't want to make them unse- upset. I don't want to make people uncomfortable. So... I mean, sometimes I can be a lot (laughs) and I know some people are a little more sensitive to it. So I just kind of like tone it down (laughs) or just turn it off sometimes, like, especially in the workplace, turn that, turn that off. (laughs) Um, So yeah, for me, it's just, I don't want to upset people.
1: Yeah. I think there's a lot of external forces at play too that dictate everything from how we're supposed to, like how much we're supposed to weigh and how our houses are supposed to look like, just as examples, um, minor examples, and we have to fight those or we got to combat those we come up to face those things.
0: I think, at least from my point of view, I think a lot of, um, a lot of the reasons why people can't be like their authentic selves are external forces like, I think even the ones that we deem, like, internal are still brought upon by external forces. Like, um, oh, well, in high school, I used to straighten my hair every day because I was like, oh, my frizzy hair is not nice. You know, like, it, it looks weird. It, it's not what it's supposed to look like. And, you know, people would think, oh, well, that's you internally being insecure. But, like, how did I get? get that insecurity when i'm polynesian my mom's hair looks like this my grandpa's hair looks like this my brother's hair looks like this like so that that's like an external force like a previous external force that became an insecurity of mine so
1: yeah so again like i'm just hearing the need to fit in
0: But I like my frizzy hair now. I just
1: wanted
0: to put, I just want to put that in there. Like, I like my
1: individuality. I like my frizzy hair. um, No, Leia, I think you bring up a good point, because remember that short period of time where I was always trying to make my hair straight enough so I could spike it? Which was fun, because I wanted to spike my hair. I I wanted to be a black boy who spiked my hair. But also that need to, like, be cool enough to spike my hair, right?
0: Yo, but I liked your spiky hair, man. It's one of my favorite photos I have of you. (laughs)
2: Yeah, if there's a place I wish I could be like more of myself, it would. I don't know what it is about hair, but I, I'd be in that same boat. Like I wish I could just, you know, have the confidence for enough for a long enough period of time to do something different. Be getting the same cut for like 30 years, and I want to do something different, but I just, I'm not ready. I'm Not ready. I'm work in progress.
1: Yeah. No. Um. Like side side. Since we're talking about hair, side like <laughs> sideline thing. Like I see some of these really cool wigs. I'm like. I never thought of guys wearing wigs, but like they're developing all these like guy wigs. I'm like, should I like be yeah. rocking different like hairdos? Like go it. to one school show with one kind of hairstyle, they go to another school. Do it. They're like, Do, do would do it. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: We're getting off of topic. <laughs> um. Okay, uh, back to the actual topic, which was what gets in the way of developing authenticity?
1: <laughs> right. Like, what are some of the things that get in the way? So um, let's talk about, like, things that get in the way for women and maybe some of the things that get in the way for men. Okay. All right, who wants to, like, who wants to start?
0: I'll start.
1: <laughs> All right. As
0: the resident woman. <laughs> um. Well, in a professional setting (laughs) um things that get in the way are the need to be professional at all times like no matter what you know um because for some reason people don't want to at least from my point of view people don't want to take you seriously as a female in the professional setting um especially for me, because I look a lot younger than most people I work with. Um, they don't want to take me seriously. So I have to act 100% professional at all the times. And it's so tiring. <laughs> and I'm very not professional, unfortunately, but.
1: <laughs> and so um, maybe sometimes for women, the like, look attractive at all times, while maintaining profession, being professional, and while keeping yourself quiet, and small um yeah i've seen i've seen that not for me but <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like I, I feel like that's some, <laughs> some women's some women's battles right
0: my boss is kind of like that man
1: like where she has to like be mighty but like not too mighty
0: yeah like there's this side note there was a guy who was giving both of us attitude when we we're trying to do a photo shoot he's been a real jerk, man. Like, I was not happy. And instead of defending me, she just kind of, like, heard what he said and then turned to me and goes, Okay, we can make that happen, right? And I was like, Who are you? (laughs) Where is this lady that gets on my case every two seconds? (laughs) Disappeared out of the air. I'm like, Excuse me, (laughs) ma'am.
1: So you felt like in that instance she made herself smaller. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) to fit the need of the i guess client
0: he's like the same level as her so i don't know what her like he wasn't a boss he wasn't a supervisor like probably in the same level different sides of the company but still i was like what the hell
2: no i mean i I feel like i can somewhat relate you know um that whole professionalism battle just like weighs on you. I, for some reason, in the circles I run with, I have this reputation of being like the, the whitest black person most people know. And so, you know, and, and that carries over uh, into work. And, you know, uh, people who may have conversations with me on instant message and then meet me, or may make the comment, you know, you know, oh, I never, you know, you're not what I expected. And I know what it means. Um, and then usually when I get those comments about me, you know, be me being white or, or coming across white, then there's this pressure to like, blacking up real fast. And I don't know, all of a sudden now I want to, you know, use slang or maybe curse more often than, you know, than I would do something unprofessional because somehow my professionalism doesn't match my ethnicity or, you know, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and yeah, and it it, it in the moment, you know, robs you of that, that authenticity. This is who Mm -hmm. I am. I am black and this is who I am. So I am being black because I am, you know, like you can't, you can't say the way I'm acting is, is not black because that is who I am Mm -hmm. and you know, you don't get to dictate that. Um, But there is that pressure to, you know, fit in one of these boxes. And if I'm not in this box, then I'm in that box or I'm pretending to be in another box. And uh, yeah, it definitely gets stressful. It definitely uh, puts me in corners where I feel like I have to like act out and, uh, you know, trying to get past that and just not. That's another part of, to me about, you know, the the topic of authenticity is is a lot of times it it requires just being okay with how else how someone else may see you you know if you are are being authentically who you are and representing yourself if somebody else doesn't see you that way it's really not your issue mm-hmm. nothing you can do about it it's outside of your control and uh, when we get caught up in trying to make sure you see me the way I want to be seen right uh, you know it robs you of something <laughs>
1: Yeah, and honestly, like, that's been my struggle for the longest time. I recently started therapy early this summer, and I think that was the first issue that came up was um, people perceiving me or misperceiving me mm-hmm. and, like, how they view me and how it bothers me. And it's like, especially when I go out my way to be night, nice, like, <gasps> I don't want to get into, <laughs> like, all my emotional drama, <laughs> but, like, but like, like, it was so important, and my so rude <laughs> like he made me face my fear, like like what was going on but, so i'm saying so rude but um my therapist um he was like so if people mislead you what does that say about you and i want you to sit with that and i want you to like think about it and dig deep and i did <laughs> and it hurt <laughs> but i'm better <laughs> i'm better for it i'm better for it so
0: i i remember you bringing that up when we were still young like when we were doing the Mont and Leah show i remember oh you yeah lot, about
1: like that yeah how i like people view me and mm-hmm. stuff i remember that <laughs>
0: uh something I've kind of like developed for myself over the last few years um is like an attitude of like that's their problem <laughs> like if they're not perceiving you how you want to be perceived or like if they have a problem with the way you're acting like that's not your problem to worry about they can control their own emotions and you know get over it (laughs) i'm living my life man (laughs) Yeah,
2: Yeah. that's it's outside of your control and once you get wrapped up in trying to control it you pretty much hand your life over to somebody else you know yeah you you live at their at their beck and call you know Mm-hmm. Dancing, However it is, you know, they want to they want see you. My mom used to say something to me as a kid that I hated. And um, and now, like, you know, it just it rings true. And not to be too religious, but she used to say, like, you know, Jesus Christ was perfect, and they crucified him. So what makes you think, you know, you'll ever be, you know, something that somebody isn't going to have a problem with? It, it doesn't matter. So you just have to be you. But it's easier said than done. But, yeah, it, it, you know, it requires taking those consequences sometimes
1: for sure for sure yeah. all right so i know for some men like their authenticity gets shut down or what well, something that gets in the way um is this message of control your feelings be in control at all times don't feel certain things oh my god because that's not manly no. right no. Um, so I know some men go through that.
0: That's one of my biggest pet peeves, bro. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like, all the time, like, um, do I want to put him on blast? Hell yeah. Okay. So (laughs) Kavika's dad (laughs) used to get on his, uh, Kavika's my brother, Jared.
2: Um,
0: he used to get on Kavika's case all the time because my brother Growing up was a very sensitive person. Yeah. Love that about him. Like I, so I thought that was such a great thing to have because I didn't see it in kids our age and whatever. And he used to pick on it. Like his dad used to pick on him and be like, "You need to be more manly." And my mom would be like, "Hold up, <laughs> no, he's upset because of whatever. He needs to tell you why he's upset. You know, like." Oh, but yeah, that gets on my like that gets on my nerves all the time. I hate that like stereotype.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah it, go ahead, go
2: ahead. I'm sorry. I mean, in, in practice, it it really is a struggle. There aren't a lot of places um, for for men to take off the mask and be like you know vulnerable. There aren't. A, I mean, even with your spouse, you know, I'm, I'm divorced now, but um, you know, having a conversation with your wife, you know, admitting. That whatever situation you guys may be in, financial or whatever, that like you're scared, you don't have a plan, you don't know what to do. Like people don't really want to hear that from a guy, and there's not a lot of places you can go and like say that comfortably. You know, you don't even, you really even can't even say it around your friends. When I was struggling, you know, with my uh, my alcoholism and everything, like I think I told a, another podcast it's like it was it was easier for my friends to see me as the guy who drank way too much. Than it was for them to see me as the guy who was depressed. So right. I could go places and like over drink and they're gonna make fun of me and I was gonna be cool, but that was gonna be way easier than if I was like, you know, I'm depressed. I like, do what you said, stop crying, you know, get over it, move on. Yeah, so there, there just aren't many spaces where we get to do it and, uh, and feel safe enough to do it. So it's just, it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I would like to, you know, create more of those safe spaces for guys to. To be authentic, because it's not like it's not human to not fear, but uh, you almost have to act like you don't, like you don't feel fear. You're never, you're never afraid. You're never worried. You're never scared. You never don't know what to do. No. I think Kevin Hart used to, you know, uh, make a joke about you know if you're in a movie theater and a fire breaks out, she's gonna look at you like what are we gonna do? Like you, and you in that moment, you know, you can't be like oh no, it's a fire. I'm scared too. <laughs> you just gotta, you know. So I don't know that 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 pressure just seems to like you're just born with it or I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I, I think there need to be more safe spaces for, for guys to be authentic in that way. Um, and I wish I knew how to how to create more of
0: it.
1: Yeah,
0: I agree. Yeah, um, I try to like inspire that within my siblings too. Uh, Cause our youngest brother he's got a lot of feelings (laughs) as well. And I can already see the older boys going, well, you need to suck it up. I'm like, no, you need to figure out why he's upset first. Like, and then if it's ridiculous, then you know. know. (laughs) I mean, he he gets upset over stupid stuff though. Like, oh, my, (laughs) someone else is watching TV. Like, okay, come on.
1: No, like, okay, so as a, like, (laughs) my little, my four hours beating, like, as a person who works with children, um, K through 12, and I teach, like, emotional learning and stuff, like, yeah, I want to validate, like, oh, you're upset because someone else is watching TV, it bothers you, like, that's a valid, like, that's valid, you're feeling that, how are you going to handle that in a healthy way, though, like, 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 not calm down, shut down those feelings, like, no, like, okay, you're annoyed, it's okay for you to be annoyed. How are you gonna handle it? You know?
2: Like, yeah. And you know, I, I, I like that. Cause I think we play like the, the trauma Olympics all the time. You know, if, if you're going through something, if you, you know, if you got a stab wound and then you see somebody who just got shot, all of a sudden you feel like your stab wound isn't that important, but they're both, you know, injuries and if they're not treated or cared for, uh, things can go way wrong. And so, yeah, like, it's like, yeah, you know, somebody else is watching TV. It doesn't sound like a big problem. But, uh, trauma is, is, is relative, you know, it's a big problem to them. And in that moment, Mm -hmm. it needs to be addressed.
1: Good point. Yeah. So like, just like deregulate be like, okay, so you're annoyed. So let's do some deep breathing. He probably won't do deep breathing just knowing who, (laughs) who we're talking about, but like find a way to like, get them to calm down and like really think about it and be like, Hey, like. If you do this, if you choose this bad behavior and you choose a pout or whatever, not bad behavior, but, like, if you choose this behavior, is that going to get you what you want? Probably not. It's probably going to make the situation worse. So you can go ahead and do that behavior, but it's probably not going to benefit you. How can you better survive this and feel better? You know, but I love that little guy. He's one of my favorite people. (laughs) Um, but. All right. so, um, but we are conditioned um, in this world with so many things. And because we're conditioned, practicing authenticity can come with shame triggers. Like you were saying, Jared, instead of saying like, hey guys, you know, I'm super depressed. It's like, I'd rather them see me as the drinker because they're just going to tell me to shut up, like get over it like there's nothing wrong with you or there's some something there's so much more world in the wrong like are you starving no right. do you have a roof no yes no. do you have clothes yes like like no like what's going on jared like it's
2: let's talk like the about the first world problems
1: yeah. yeah so um so sometimes it's hard to show up and be authentic on authentic especially if you don't feel like it is safe around those people so do the people that you are around can be a barrier to being more authentic. And if that's the case, then maybe you should change the people that you're hanging around
2: with. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely.
2: I agree. Uh, You shouldn't have to live feeling like you can't be yourself, especially around the people who you care about and that you think care about you. That should absolutely be a safe space. And if it isn't, if you can change it, Make that change. It's tough. Yeah, I had to move like fifteen hundred miles away.
0: Um, I think Lamont, we should take a break. Okay. And then when we come back, we can go over ways to continue or like start to developing, start to develop authenticity.
1: All right. Sounds good. Awesome.
0: week we are going to be talking about our weekly obsessions
1: all right
0: we did this a while ago i thought it'd be nice we to bring did. it back
1: <laughs> we did so, do this a while ago i think i was listening to an audiobook about wolves
0: i think so yes Wolf
1: shifters. yeah so what are you into this week lamont so finished so many episodes like i finished beauty and the beast um on netflix it was a series about a cop and this beast. I finished um, the newest season of American, what's it called? American... Woman. Da, 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 da. American
0: woman. Okay,
1: I'll come back to that one. Okay. Because I can't <laughs> think of what it's called. I finished Charmed. Um The of season of Charmed. Um, Let me see.
0: So Lamont's weekly obsession is Netflix and chill.
1: Yeah, like I've been just finishing a lot of like different things. Mm -hmm. Nice. And then um, I'm still listening to audiobooks. I'm listening to this new audiobook series. It's about a high school series. And so it's like... These old like bringing up some old feelings. I'm like thinking about <laughs> high school, and, um, but it's okay. It's all good. Right now they're at <laughs> summer camp, and I'm just like, oh, I went to summer camp after I graduated high school. So. <laughs> but that's that's what I've been doing. What about you, Leia?
0: Um, so this week I've really been into. I just started Instacart. Oh, uh, how's which that working? Is a f- grocery delivery service I love it so far um I've always really liked driving like when I'm stressed I'll go for a drive and just sit by myself be with myself you know um so that's been really nice and then I also have this thing about like puzzles and like finding stuff like I always play those games with like side quests because I like I like to find the hidden whatever and so the grocery shopping part has been kind of like that for me so I've just been really leaning into it. Plus there's money involved, so I get paid. <laughs> um that has been mostly this week's obsession. And possibly spending time with Patrick.
1: <laughs> Aw. Did you do anything nice for him?
0: Um I mean, we went, we went out and we had like, kind of like a picnic the other day. And it's just been nice because we've both been really busy. So we've just spending a lot of time this week together. Anyway. Was
1: the picnic your idea or was it his idea?
0: Um, it's kind of mutual. We're both like, let's oh. go do something. And I was like, well, I want a snack. And he's like, okay, well, I want to eat. So let's eat. And I was like, cool. We should go somewhere to eat. But like not in a restaurant because COVID. <laughs> and then we both agreed on a park and we went and got our food set there. It was nice. Very nice. Yes.
1: All right. All right. Let us know what your weekly obsession is. Yes. Please. Or this week's obsession. (laughs) Yeah. What's this week's obsession?
0: (laughs) Gosh. All right. Welcome back. Now, like I said, we are going to discuss some steps we can take to start or continue to develop authenticity. Lamont. Would you like to start us off with some ways we can do that?
1: So um, one way that Jared mentioned earlier and that I totally agreed with was being honest. And you know, like some people like to go off the deep end when they're being honest. So I'm not saying being rude or disrespectful, but being honest with yourself, what's going on inside you. And then sh- looking at like, how is that coloring my situation or the situation that's happening and can I communicate this appropriately? And if I can't, I should take a break before I try communicating it. So, um, being honest and taking the time to like shift through your feelings. That is one way you a person could start to start to like connect with authenticity and developing. it. What are some other ways for you guys?
2: I mean, yeah, just to, to piggyback off the the honesty thing is, you know, um, I think a lot of times when we talk about being honest with ourselves, we think of it almost purely in like a negative connotation, like be honest about your shortcomings or be honest about what you're not so good at or be honest about mm-hmm. your limitations. Um, I think people also have to be honest about, you know, what's good with them. Like you, you are that talented or, um, or you are that well-spoken or you are that, you know, that professional, like you have to, uh, also embrace the good things about you and not shy away from those things or not avoid circumstances or situations where you could you could shine because you don't believe that you are what you what other people actually see you know sometimes you you do have to look at how people see you and maybe that is in you um, you know whether or not you want to embrace it yourself I think I ran from a couple things because it felt like pressure so like if I accepted that uh, I was possibly good at something and now I have a, a pressure to perform and I didn't want that pressure so I would I would run from those things and uh so yeah i think the honesty not only includes you know limitations and shortcomings but it also includes you know uh you know understanding you know, what you can do and what you are very good at and that uh and like i said you don't have to be different you are different you don't have to be impressive you are impressive and just live in that
0: well said i like that embracing embracing, embracing the good things about yourself i like that I think a lot of people are scared to do that, too, because they think like, oh, well, that's being um, like boastful, you know, but it's just like, but that is who you are. So, like, there shouldn't be any shame in being good at something. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah, we got too many words for that like uh i told somebody i was writing a book and they're like oh that's pretty narcissistic of you like gee i can't like think i have something interesting to say right. about being a narcissist like that's little, <laughs> <laughs> that's an extreme but yeah mm-hmm. so yeah you have to fight that because people will try to you know knock you down um if they see you being something that they wish they could be
0: mm, good point good point um let's see for me, I think we talked about this a few weeks ago, Lamont, but like, um, maybe it was last week, can't remember. Uh, but when you are like thinking something, I read somewhere that like the first thought you have sometimes is not what you think about the situation, right. it's right. what you've been influenced to think about it. Um, what can be used as an example my hair again we'll just bring it back up um you know every once in a while i'll pass myself like in a mirror and be like whoa (laughs) i look crazy and then you know i'll think like my second thought is like no actually i kind of like it (laughs) um i don't know where i read that but i have found that to be real like kind of true every once in a while like i'll have a thought and then if i just let it sit for a second usually i'll have a an additional thought that's like, no, that's that's not really what we think. That's what everyone else is telling me I need to think.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I like to call that um, an emotional reaction, right? So you have a uh, initial reaction, an initial or emotional reaction, and then you have a more mindful reaction, mm-hmm. right? So the first one's like, ah, and like you might hear a lot of bad things, and then like you sit and then you're mindful, and then you're like, oh wait, no. Like maybe maybe I can think about it better this way.
0: Mhm. I think it can go like the hair thing was a little superficial, but it, I think it it goes a little deeper to, Um, I'm trying to think of an example that's like not crazy. <laughs> uh, okay. You see, like a lady, she's driving. She's, you know, she's not doing a good job. And you're like, ugh, typical woman. <laughs> can't drive okay, okay okay but then you're like no <laughs> right right that's wrong and I, yeah, yeah she's oh, yeah. just her herself this one individual is just not a good driver
1: so that was an emotional no sorry mm-hmm. that was your initial reaction mm-hmm. or your emotional reaction and you're like wait no let's let's reverse that that's, like, not, okay. Th- like, that's not okay that's not <laughs> okay that's your mindful reaction right or thought yeah. process
2: my, my first thought is always horrible I always have to have that filter ready.
1: Yeah. So here today on the Lamont and Leo podcast, we are here to tell you it's an okay to have a initial reaction, whether it be positive or negative or whatever, um, because it's, it's a process, right? You have it, then you go into your mindful one. Some of us, if <laughs> if we're not getting, if we're not getting there, if we're not getting there, we need to work on getting to that second part, right? um but yeah so it's okay to have that and work that way um so let's talk about engaging with people i feel like to be authentic be able to gauge engage with people and engage with them well if you're the type of person that's not engaging well with other people um often there's probably something that you need to work on and that's okay you know figure out what that is work on and try again. Um, I'm not saying saying you're going to like everyone. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying you have to be nice to everyone or like be overly positive with everyone. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when you're interacting or engaging with people, they you should be able to feel those people. If you're not feeling those people, then there might be an issue. Or if you're having trouble engaging, there might be an issue and I encourage you to explore what that's about and see if you can make change.
2: Yeah, like um, for me, it, it, took, it takes practice. Like, I have to practice interaction. And like podcasting for me, I do a solo show. I used to have a, a co-host, uh, but my, now my shows are solo. And it's almost like, it's almost practice. I'm getting used to who I am by myself um, so that when I'm around you, I know it's it's default, you know, it's not something I have to think about, not something I have to, you know, figure out what to say, because that would, you know, prevent me from having interactions with people. I'd be standing there like, I don't even know how to begin this conversation. I don't know how to say hello. I don't know, you know, the words are going to get messed up and uh, and sitting, I mean, it sounds weird sitting talking to myself for half an hour a week uh, has made it way easier, you know, to talk to other people, because I, I, I know who I am at this point, just from practice, of just. Being me by myself, uh, it's weird. Podcasting is like being by yourself in public. I don't know. Um,
1: <laughs> <man>. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, guess like, with Leia, I guess it's with Leia and I. It's p- it's p- being part of being best friends and brothers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like like wow, these guys are weird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's a really kind of like, a good point, going off of what you just said, like spending time with yourself i know lamont just said oh we need to engage with people but now i'm like (laughs) no let's spend time with ourselves um but like figuring out who you are like self-reflection self-internalization and if it's like stuff you don't enjoy you can always change that too um and yeah i think people need to spend more time with themselves as well
1: Yeah, I agree with you because those are the times to test yourself Mm -hmm. because when you're spending time with yourself and you're discovering things about yourself, you're becoming more aware of yourself and how you operate in this world and how you behave and how you impact people's life. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So absolutely.
2: Yeah, yeah. you have to know who you are to, to be able to be who you are in front of anyone else. Right.
1: And then when you learn to stop like when you learn to suspend judgment on yours on yourself, hopefully that can translate over to other people. Yeah. Cuz we're so hard on ourselves and we are hard on other people sometimes. Mm-hmm. And to me that's consideration. That is respect and I feel like authentic people they treat everyone with respect, even the people that may not deserve it um or even the people that might be coming at you sideways they can still respect that person Mm -hmm. and be like no this is not appropriate Mm -hmm. this is not okay um maybe we need to disengage disrespecting you or trying to shut or make you feel bad you know
0: i think self-reflection can also help with um if you like struggle with judging others which a lot of people do like we just it's kind of just what humans do, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but I've noticed a lot of people who judge hard on others. It's a lot of, like, internalized stuff. Um, so I know a lot of people who have self-image issues usually bring up image stuff. I'm like, oh, well, you're fat. you know like stuff like that and usually you'll find out that they're insecure about their weight or the way they look and stuff like that that's just an example um but i've noticed since doing a lot more like self-reflection and whatnot i'm less like that
1: (laughs) great you're becoming less judgmental that's great
0: (laughs) yeah so
1: It's a process. It's a, it, process. It a process. It is a process. It's a process. Um so next week Leia and I are going to be talking about um personality tests like the Myers Briggs. Actually we will be talking about the Myers Briggs more specifically. Yeah. But that is also a good way to learn about yourself and your personality and taking tests and like different, different types of personality tests, Cause there's so many out there, mm-hmm. um, finding, finding out, discovering deep diving more into you and who you are. I, I like that idea. We study so many different things. How about we study ourselves <laughs> <laughs> and become experts on ourselves?
2: Mm-hmm. Scary. It can be scary. scary. (laughs) It can be scary.
1: It is an undertaking. Just close that box. No, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that kind of reminds me. That kind of reminds me of a scene from Will and Grace where Karen, I love Karen so much. I I don't think I would ever be able to like deal with a real Karen like the one in Will and Grace in real life. But that that character is so fabulous. (gasps) Is that why they call... Karen's Karen's?
2: Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Might be on to
0: something. (laughs) Okay. Anyway.
2: (laughs) But anyways,
1: okay. So for those of you who have never seen Will and Grace, Will and Grace is a best friend, like a straight gay best friend. And, um there's a side character named Karen, and she's rich and doesn't really care about people. And she's all about like clothing and designs. And there was one time where Will's a lawyer. And so he's like, okay, he's like, Karen, I know you. We've been friends for so long. Like, you don't have to put up a wall with me. Why don't we take out one of those bricks? Just, Just one. You know, and so she removes it, and she goes, "Ah, he looks to the back, the back, he looks the back." And then, like in <laughs> a later scene, in a later scene, she's like, "What did you do to me?" <laughs> it can be like that. It can be like that. So that's, when you said like put it in a box and shove the box aside, and maybe think of taking the brick out, and, like, putting it back.
0: dude, I'm almost certain you brought up that same scene in the Lamont and Leia show. Like I remember that. Like.
2: <laughs> maybe vividly really. <laughs>
1: possibly possibly it's a good show it, it's a fun show it's a fun I didn't watch the newer, the like the reboot mm. I refuse to watch the reboot mm-hmm.
0: gotta give a chance
1: <laughs> I don't like so I think I think the actress Rosario um died so they have a new like British maid oh. and then like I was I was mad because the way they ended it was so amazing And then to find out, like, oh, it was all a dream. It didn't really end that way. And so Will and Vince never had a son. And Grace and Leo never really had a daughter. And their children never, like, got together in college. Like, what? No. No, you going not erase all of that greatness? No, I'm not down for this. I've been, like, stubborn, like, I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it. But um, maybe one day. Maybe one day. And I don't know why we're off topic, (laughs) (laughs) but but yeah.
0: Happens every time. (laughs) I'm
2: enjoying it. I'm enjoying
0: it. Um, Okay. Anyone have any other ideas on how to start or continue to develop your authenticity?
1: So we've covered being honest, um, engage with other people. Um, We've covered spending time with yourself, testing yourself getting to know, like doing a deep dive on study of what you like um, and treating and learning to treat other people with respect. Mm -hmm. Um, Anything else?
2: I feel like that covers, you know, a lot of it. Um, And yeah, just be be willing and uh, to ask for help. You know, if, if if you've run into things in these uh, moments of discovery and then some of the self reflection that that scares you that you don't know how to approach that you don't know how to you know uh, take steps toward you know resolving um, ask for help reach out there are people out there that want to do it
0: don't close the box don't no. put it away <laughs> <laughs> um, the <brick> down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that actually that reminded me of a few weeks ago when we were talking about trust um but like so these have been ways on how to develop or start developing authenticity for yourself but i think we also owe it to the people around us um that trust us and love us uh to be a safe space for them i know yeah. we talked about that earlier we did um yeah allowing people to feel their feelings allow them to like you know if you can mentally handle it have discussions about those types of things with you and etc so that just reminded me of it yeah. <laughs> just tack that on at the end <laughs> Yeah,
1: it's so important to be a safe space for other people and hopefully they're being a safe space for you and if it's not happening I encourage you to find people who will be a safe space mm-hmm.
0: and then go listen to our episode on trust
2: <laughs>
1: plug in it <laughs> So Jared, thank you so much for talking with us today. It was so nice to meet you.
2: Oh thank you for having me this was a, this was a great discussion and uh, yeah, there are things that you don't really understand until you try to explain them to someone else. I've, I've learned a lot about even some of the points I thought I had <laughs> trying to articulate them here so I
1: mm-hmm. appreciate you guys. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate you. Yeah. And if other people want to appreciate you or get in contact with you to have you on their podcast or go more in a conversation with you, what would be the best way to contact you?
2: Yeah, so uh, I have the podcast, What is TWS, all one word. Um, So you can go to whatistws.com. Check out podcast episodes. I have a, a contact me page there. Also have a Ask Me Anything um, so, which you can do anonymous, anonymously. Uh, I don't have all the answers, but I'll come up with one and I'm sure it'll be entertaining. So if you have mm-hmm. a question, uh, just ask. Um, and then, yep, my email address is flan, F-L-A-N, at whatistws.com. Um, you can email me there uh, for anything. If anyone ever needs to reach out for anything, um, I don't want anyone to ever feel alone or that, you know, there's, I if I can be a safe space for someone, um, I'm more than willing to do it. So. Uh, any of those places what is tws anywhere you find dope content twitter facebook wherever um just look for me i'm there and and if you need to reach out reach out i'm here
1: awesome and of course we'll
0: have everything linked below so you guys can just click on your social media
1: of choice (laughs) (laughs) great um do you have any special projects that you are currently working on that you would like to share with us
2: uh, I'm just, you know, this, my goal for this year was to be consistent, so uh, I haven't missed a week of the podcast, and I'm trying to finish out the the year that way, so if you want to listen, uh, and there will be more every week, uh, I'm, not, I'm not letting the streak die, so uh, yeah, just check me out, What is TWS, uh, wherever you listen to dope podcast.
1: Nice. Sounds great. And then finally, would you be willing to share a message from your heart? It doesn't have to be about today's subject. It could be about today's subject. But from your heart, anything you really want people to know?
2: Yeah. Um, September is one of those, there's a bunch of, I guess, themes to this month. I understand it's like suicide prevention month. Yes. Um, and it, it's, it's a addiction and recovery month. Um, I share some things about uh, overdose, you know, being pre- a preventable death. Um, I just want to say that with the pandemic and everything that's going on, if you know people that struggle um, with mental health issues or addiction issues, um, a lot of them have not had access to the the thing that keeps a lot of us going, which is is connection and community. Um, you know, meetings and things like that are not as in person or is not as easily available in person as they used to be. So, if you know someone that you know struggles with these things, um, just reach out to them, and it doesn't have to be on a how you're doing. You could be reaching out to them to vent about what's going on with you they may just need a break from being in their own head and uh and just a connection with somebody else uh, so you definitely could be saving a life just just reach out to your friends or reach out to anybody just let's stay connected
1: yeah all right i love, I love that let's yeah. stay connected yes thank you so much Jared.
2: thank you thank you This has been good
0: all right thank you guys for listening or watching and we'll see you next week
1: Today's life lesson is Inner Conflict. If you're in the habit of avoiding conflict to keep the peace, oftentimes you start a war inside yourself. Let's be real. Most conflict is not about surface issues. It's usually about one's unsaid, untreated, or unhealed wound. The only way through conflict is to confront it, face it, and deal with it. Don't let it, don't try to sweep it under the rug. It's not gonna work. Don't try to push it off. It's not gonna work. The only way it's gonna work is if you work through it. Acknowledge it and handle it. And that is today's life lesson. You have been listening to the Lamont and Leia Podcast.
0: Created by Lamont Damon and Leia Nakahiki.
1: Special thanks to our guest, Jared Flanagan. This episode was brought to light by Lamont Damon. This episode was edited by Leia Nakahiki. Special thanks to Ingenue for our music. Let us know what you thought of our show or give us some topic suggestions. By messaging us on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Did you say YouTube?
0: You said YouTube? Oh man. We got a YouTube channel, did you know? A link can be found in our show description.
1: As always, thanks for listening. With your ears.